Hello, everybody. Welcome back to River Dinks. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Jay. I'm Allie. And I'm Bella. And Bella, can we get that famous theme song, please? Oh. River Dinks podcast. River Dinks podcast. Love. Love it. And folks, we are reporting to you live from a code red air quality disaster. (laughs) It is currently gray outside (laughs) from the smoke from the Canadian wildfires. So just when you're listening to this a hundred years from now, just think back. Jesus, the air quality right now outside is 274. Holy shit. Are you kidding me? Jesus. That's what it's been kind of all day. Sorry, it was, it was lower. It was at like 180. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess just when I checked. It, yeah, it's only like 240 something here. That's all. Just that. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty um, bad. Um, It's pretty bad. But anyways, that's thanks, all. Thanks, Canada. Luckily, we had the best episode of Riverdale ever to cheer us up. Just kidding. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> let's, oh, shit. I always, always, always do this where I don't pull it up. Actually, I did pull it up. I lied. I lied. Okay. I'm just going to hop right into it so we can discuss. This was season seven, episode 10, chi- uh, titled Chapter 127, American Graffiti. It was... Um, directed by kevin rodney sullivan and written by nate burke and sam rubinick and originally aired on may 31st 2023 kevin rodney sullivan's name is blue on wikipedia so i'm just gonna take a quick click of that um he's got a lot of stuff on here but nothing jumping out immediately so i'm gonna move on oh oh he's just been a, a writer for riverdale before okay whatever anyways um, this is what happened. Jughead is helping with the Brad Rayberry case. Whatever. Archie says, what the frig? And I wrote that down because it was a little piece of light in this episode. Um, <laughs> Archie gets his car keys given back to him by Uncle Frank because he got his grades up. Tabitha and Tony and two other unnamed Black students are discussing black theory and literature in a group called black athena archie and reggie are driving around in archie's car and just having a grand old time just loving cars um fangs tells midge that he has a big gig in centerville and it's a huge deal because there's going to be like music producers there tabitha and jughead are trying to prove that mr rayberry did not commit suicide boy oh boy am i happy for the time i don't have to write down the name rayberry ever again it's I just do br. Time. If I do that, then I'm not gonna. I'm gonna mix up the names. Yeah. Sure. You know, like I need to write it down because it won't stick in my head. <laughs> but it's annoying every time. Um, Cheryl misses Tony and asks if she can come to the Black Athena meeting, but Tony says no. Very reasonably, she's not mean about it at all. Um, in Mr. Oh, Barchi and Veggie both have dates planned for that evening. But later when Betty and Veronica talk about it, they're both like, the boys were so distracted the entire time. They were on separate dates. Uh, in Mr. Rayberry's apartment, Tabitha and Jughead find evidence of him having a secret wife in South Carolina. They call her and she says she's coming to Riverdale and she didn't know about his death. 
Kevin says that Clay invited him to join a Black Athena meeting and Cheryl's kind of like, huh, interesting. Uh, Archie kind of freaks out about Reggie having borrowed his car on his date with Veronica. He let him borrow it, but he kind of freaks out over it. And he's like, my car is the most important thing in the world to me. Um, take that on Frank. Tabitha finds out from June, Mr. Rayberry's wife, that they were married, um, but they were threatened and hate crimes, so they were living apart for now. Uh, but he was very optimistic about his future with her, so they're like, that's suspicious. Why would he commit suicide? Um, Veronica and Betty ask Archie and Reggie to take them on a double date to the Centerville concert. Cheryl goes to a Black Athena meeting after Tony says it's fine and she is an ally in the meeting but then also she says that she won't continue to attend the meetings because it's like not her place but she will continue to read Black authors and support them in public spaces. Uh, Jughead goes to Sheriff Keller about the supposed suicide and Sheriff Keller is like Mr. Rayberry was actually a communist and a dope fiend and he was in an asylum um and he protested the war so it's no wonder he killed himself <laughs> it's basically what he says almost for oh yeah uh cheryl and tony decide to go to the concert in centerville june tells jughead that he can keep adapting mr rayberry's stories and he, jughead says that the proceeds will go to june and her family um on the double date with betty and veronica and archie and reggie the car runs out of gas, so Reggie and Archie have to walk to go get more gas back at Pops. While they're doing that, Veronica and Betty get picked up by Cheryl, Tony, and Midge, who are on their way to the concert. Tabitha is leaving a fucking again. Tabitha is leaving town again. Goodbye, Tabitha. R.I.P. Um, Pop gives Reggie his old abandoned jalopy. Reggie and Archie bond over just you know guy stuff and emotion stuff uh fangs at the concert which we do not see but it has happened now and fangs got a business card for a music producer and it's like a big deal and then reggie is getting betty to help fix up his car then at the very end of the episode jughead speaks to one of mr rayberry's neighbors and she's like i remember there was a milk delivery the night he died because i could hear it and Jughead's like, the milkman? At night? And that's the end of the episode. Yes or no, did you like this episode? No. No, me either. Well, I have to ask. No, didn't no, like I it. Didn't. Let's talk about why. I can't even, like, just not good. I was trying I to pinpoint it during. Because she can tweet and podcast at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> about different topics <laughs> what were you saying bella i can't so i feel like the writing was bad the direction was bad and the acting even was just not although i guess that's more blamed on the director i just thought something was off and i couldn't yeah. i was trying to pinpoint it the whole episode so it's like some of these plots i feel like in a different episode might have been fine but just the way that they were characterizing these characters, like I don't know, it just felt really. I did not like. Yeah, I didn't. Broad. Like it at all. I didn't like it at all, really either. 
and I agree with you that it just felt like it was it just like was not working and Betty and Veronica had no personality other than boys literally they were just talking about Marlon Brando and even then not even like oh boys like I'm exploring my sexuality or whatever yeah, or like, which oh, we boys. have seen this season yeah or, or, oh, boys, and I've had a crush on Archie since I was little, or something like that. So it's literally just like, oh, there are two hotties, and, and all we care about is boys. And in that same conversation, Betty is like, life has been so awesome now that my mom told me she's not my mother anymore. Like, that was at the end that of the was, last episode. Yeah. She was just like, everything's great now, and my skin is glowing. And it's like, what are you doing? I did not doing? understand that at all. Like, she should be having extremely complex emotions about this right but she has to get to centerville i felt like i literally felt like someone was wrong with me watching i was like why is this this is like i'm like why are we why did they write this like it felt like i was not in my right mind what in the sense of just like i don't understand like i'm not interpreting this like my perception is yeah. Cracked. Like, yeah. <laughs> I did. Okay. Did anyone else feel like they took Reggie's accent and dialed it down to like they did dial it down? What it was? Yeah. He was no longer regimental. He was like regimental. He was just like he was basically just a guy. He was just kind of a guy this time. I am looking at my phone briefly because I'm trying to find the source for the tumblr post i'm about to to speak on but i don't know if i'll be able to find it fast enough um i felt like this episode had a lot of those weird fisheye lens i didn't notice that close-ups it was you it was when it was in a i noticed it when veronica was asking reggie out again Oh, yeah, yeah. Culpa, just when it was on him, it was just a weird, maybe it's not even fisheye, just up. weirdly up close. Yeah. Um, Jeez, so, I didn't yeah. like it. I didn't like it. I did not like it. All felt so disjointed, too. Just like all the different plots and the tonal shifts. I totally agree. Like, and between like the Black Pina scenes and the scenes with Jughead and Tabitha and then the car like everything in the car you know, it just it felt so randomly fangs oh Jesus I have in my notes the show remembered Midge's pregnant <laughs> been, the like, show did remember Midge's pregnant boy oh boy does she not care <laughs> I don't mean that she as like a neglectful yeah, I mean, mother thing I mean she doesn't seem so, concerned at all they all yeah. seem like so I'm concerned with the ills that were plaguing them literally one episode ago. Okay, not I found... that they can't be happy, but they just like they really did not. It was like it never happened, or just it was like, yeah, like the thing with Betty and her mom of just like that yeah. seemed like it was gonna be such a big thing. Like, this is so awesome that my mom said she's not my mom. Uh huh, and she's free now. Is it? Jeez, I don't know. Yeah. And like Veronica was what? so busy with the movie theater, and now she's like, oh yeah, 
crap. This and film, what else did they remember? I just looked and I, there's nothing else listed. It's their first film. Well, first, well, I think they've been, it said that they'd been a writer, but they're not credited as the lead writer for any of the episodes. Um, it This episode felt like they could have dropped, they filmed it and they were like, we'll just stick this in at any point wherever there's a gap. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because it didn't attach to anything. Also, I did find I mean, it did attach to the Brad Rayberry, but a little it, bit. It, but it felt like those scenes were not meant to go with the other scenes in this episode. Yeah. And and this is saying something also because usually I love when they're all over the place, you know, like in general. Like like I'm not like, oh, it's too much going on because I know they can do that, but they weren't doing that. But it's fun when it's like with characters that we've grown to love and care about. This felt like we were watching a show about completely it felt like watching like Katie Keene. We're just like, who the fuck cares about any of these people? Because this isn't who we've been watching for the last six seasons. Yeah. I don't yeah. Um guys, I think this was just bad. I'm really sad because I think it wasn't good at all. And that makes me quite sad because that's like they don't have a lot of time. I liked some part. I liked. I mean, I liked Choni's characterization. Yes, I did like that. Um, I liked the conversations they were having, despite them seeming way too modern for for what they're talking about. No, definitely. Um, But I like in a in the present day. I think great conversations that they're having was kind of weird i though the two nameless black students couldn't even couldn't even drop an alliterative name in there um yeah i just find that and then having the one be portrayed as almost confrontational yeah to cheryl like yeah I think it's a. I didn't find that confrontational. I thought it was yeah. just. Yeah. I found just the way that the. I don't know. I thought the the delivery seemed a little bit. Okay. But then it seems to just dissipate very quickly. Mm-hmm. So maybe I was just. I don't know. Guys, can we talk about? This is when the moment when I knew that this was going to be a bad episode. I think was one of the first scenes when Archie agrees to lend Reggie his car and they go as we learned in Spanish class mi casa es su casa what and like, was high that? Five. that was what when was I was that? like something's going on what the hell is happening it felt like a child wrote it or like, like a high schooler or middle schooler wrote it Really no offense to children. No offense to children. Um, I would like to share this. So I saw this post. I'm not going like, to read it, but I, I you can reference it. I saw this before. This is about this episode, but I saw it before. I saw the episode, so I think it did sway. I'm about to. Okay. So it, it did sway my opinion on the episode, but also I think I would have felt this way anyways, TVH. It's from Tumblr user Serial Killer Betty Cooper. Um, and basically what they were talking about is how they're like, on one hand, trying to have like 
these black characters grapple with like the way that black people are treated in this time and also like talking about like black authors and stuff is like good but also they're talking about how it's such a weird disconnect between the non-black characters like doing like whatever and then the black characters being like we are literally discussing racial theory right now at all times that we're on screen and we're all in this little room together discussing racial theory and the example that they also pulled was they were talking about how like in reggie's storyline he's acknowledged like the struggles of being like a korean american in the 50s but he also gets to go be goofy and have this little car journey but the black characters like do not and it's very much like that's kind of they're very restricted to that in this story which i don't like yeah like tabitha is like they're making like very serious shit they're making her leave again and she's like only dealing with like this guy that was murdered previously like his wife dealt with eight crimes and shit you know what i mean like it's so that was pissing me off so much also in this episode like she has no levity and not that she like not that like she has no complexity outside of like the very brave stuff that she's dealing yeah and like specifically in this episode also it wasn't even like like it was kind of meant to be her and Jughead you know on the case solving a mystery together but she kept Mm -hmm. like not even being there like when he was talking to Sheriff Keller it's like she wasn't even like there she was only there to go like I just heard about all these hate crimes from June on the phone and here's yeah. and I'm gonna relay them to you now. And then at the end to go like I wanted to take a break from being on the road and seeing all these horrible things, but I can't. I have to leave again. Goodbye. And yeah. it's like she was what just the there. Fuck? For that. Like, get those white friend glasses off her. Also, get her different glasses. Um, <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> I, I'm just so disappointed. This episode was really not. Literally, I couldn't the even... only characterization that I enjoyed was Cheryl and Tony. Like, mm-hmm. or I thought yeah. was held water. I couldn't even enjoy Archie and Reggie being buddies, which I would have loved. I liked their conversation on the road at the end, and that was kind of it. I couldn't even enjoy yeah. them being like goofy and silly, and Uncle Frank saying, "I heard you two going at it." I couldn't even enjoy that. (laughs) I've been, I feel like almost all season, so enjoying how goofy KJ Appa is being. Mm -hmm. And this episode, he just went way too far. Like it just got way like, who the, what the hell? It's very grating. You're not a human. Like what's going on? It was just really like, like, do you remember a couple episodes when a couple episodes ago when they're planning their striptease and and Archie has like the weird like Betty I'm really excited or whatever yeah. and it was like kind of like this was kind of weird like that was a weird delivery like what's going on that was like this whole episode for Archie where every line was just like too like just not a not even close to what he normally is like it's just a completely new character and just them both being obsessed with cars and like completely all of a sudden like suddenly like it's, i mean i they both like cars i guess but like ignoring like betty and monica and like the only fucking thing that 
Archie has care about his immediate daily life. Not really. I mean, he cared like Ricky and Kevin and such, but like he's been like really into Betty and like, I don't know. I don't know. Not to like fight with Archie or anything like that, but it just, it you never strange. will. It felt <laughs> strange, like the whole just like horror. And to not have any continuity of like, I've just gotten my car back and I'm like on, basically like on probation, not at all being worried about taking Betty out on a date when they were forbidden to really see each other yeah. or even really talk to each yeah. other. And now he's just like, yeah, I just got out of the doghouse. Sure. Let's go out on a date walking, like not even like, like being able to hide that? and like, and yeah, then so the risk, like take that risk and then not even engage with the date. Yeah, they were he was desperate to date her. And having there be the part where they're like, Yeah, my date didn't go great, yeah, my date didn't go great. And Betty's like, Maybe we should swap dance partners and try again. And it's like, what? You had a huge crush on Archie just a few episodes ago. And like I know she came under Reggie in his first episode, but it just felt like way too vapid. casual. And yeah, vapid. Just really yeah. like it's not the Betty I know. It's not the Betty it I just know. Felt like there was no emotion whatsoever. Just like, yeah, whatever. It's just all I need is a man. Doesn't matter who it is. That's classic Betty. <laughs> and yeah, the part oh, the part with them talking about like in the beginning, I think when he says what the frig is because they're talking about the the celebrities. The celebrities. I didn't love that conversation. That was weird. And Uncle Frank listing people who are hotter than Marilyn Monroe and listing Eartha Kitt, a black singer. I do not believe that for a second. I, don't I feel believe like Uncle, you, Frank, Uncle Frank. We, we know that he didn't he indicate being pretty racist in Reggie's first episode. I honestly can't remember if that actually happened or if I was just. It's whenever it's when Archie got up and was like, "I've lost my appetite. Like I'm uh, I'm not hungry anymore." Yeah, I believe. So you. just I just that quite, felt so like this is not not good continuity. No. Um. Also, them being able to just go into Brad Rayburn's apartment. Because at first it's like, oh, I think I think we're going to break into his apartment or whatever. And then they're just seemingly casually, very openly there having a guest over. Like, they seem not at all worried about it. I think this was not good writing. No. I, one thing about the, two things about the Brad Rayburn thing. Um, the Neighbor at the end was a reference to Rosemary's baby. She's right. dressed like really, really similarly to the evil neighbor. I don't know. If that's a nice. to the neighbor in Rosemary's baby. Um, that's really Yeah, even though that movie did not come out for some time. Sure. Well, it's for the audience. I guess for the audience. Um, 
second, I just think it's stupid to have this milkman thing tied to the Brad Rayberry thing because they're so obviously so closely tying Brad Rayberry and his like black wife to like like the talking about the hate crimes they previously experienced experience them have him die violently at the hands of like a goofy comic book slasher. I don't know. It's just it's or- stupid and i don't know how they're gonna like the whole like i guess if tabitha leaves and then it's just jughead solving the case and it's gonna be like this weird comic book slasher milkman like what the hell was june doing here like what the hell was tabitha doing here for like one episode just before jughead came along this mary wayne being like a weird schlocky comic book mystery does that make sense yeah i know it does i it just it felt like it just felt so strange like as a component of like the bread like i don't really know where they're going with it and i don't like what i've seen so far yeah i'm not impressed with the milkman i'm not impressed i thought there was some great intrigue with ethel yeah and that doesn't i don't I don't, I'm not, yeah, I don't know. No one, no one's thinking about Ethel. No one's mentioning Well, she's a Sisters of Quiet Mercy, but true. She's for Ethel. Like, That's what I'm saying. She's in an asylum and no one's concerned or for her safety. Or How many times have they broken people out of that asylum previously? Also, just having her were good friends, seemingly. Yeah. yeah. He's completely forgotten that she existed. He's had several, like, romances-ish since then. Like, I don't know. Also, it is episode 10 of the season. We have nothing on Clay. We have nothing. Uh, him is meant to be being, like, a, smart. a new supporting character. And he's like... We, we now know to... more about a dead Brad Raybury. Yeah. Like, way yeah. more. A lot more. And with Clay, like, there's little, like, there's not much depth to him outside of what's being shown with him and Kevin. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's I guess, yeah, we know he there. wants to be a well, filmmaker. I'm saying outside of his no, I know. I just mean, like, even with that, I feel like there's not a ton going on. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah all we really know is he wants to be a filmmaker. He likes to read. It's a world traveler. But but even those things, I feel like I have like a no like no sense of his like personality whatsoever. No, yeah. Yeah. Personality is just nice, agreeable. He's just nice. Yeah. Like sure, I guess. But I mean that's what I'm saying is they can barely decide what his personality is. But they also aren't even sticking with the different personalities that they made for the characters at the beginning of season seven. Pissed off. I I'm so mad and it's such a betrayal. My best friend Riverdale. It wasn't good. It was so not it's, I'm getting pissed off, and I'm also getting pissed off because of how far I have extended this olive branch to Riverdale this yeah. season. This no, whole you really time, have. Yeah, even within the us three, 
great Riverdale understanders, I feel like I am giving them the most slack, which is not a criticism of you two at all. I just think it's true that I've been like, no, I think they're going to come around on it. And they're not coming around on it. Now I'm yeah. getting mad. <laughs> Yeah. This episode just kind of sucked. The Sheriff Keller line when he says, yeah, that Brad Rayberry was a communist draft dodger, dope fiend, and was an impatient. And then he's like, someone with that many secrets, it's a miracle oh he didn't take his own life sooner. That's crazy. That was unbelievable. That was great. Like, just so much of the writing was nonsensical in terms of like, in terms of like who was saying it and whatever. At one point, June mentions that Brad Rayberry worked as a janitor at the Maple Factory. And I'm wondering if that's that. I miss that too. She said that very brief, like very quickly. She said something like, even when he was working late nights at the Maple Factory, like as a janitor at the Maple Factory. I'm wondering if that's going to be important or if that was just a random thing. Maybe. Um, Maybe. We'll tuck that away. I don't give a shit about Brad Rayberry. I can't even remember what he looks like. If I can't recall his face. On the street, <laughs> I can't tell you what he looks like. I really can't. I, well. I think it would have been fun, or at least I would have cared at all, if they had maybe cast an actor that we already knew. Yeah. Yeah. And then had it be... A person, I don't know how, I'm also curious, I haven't looked up anything about Ray Bradbury. That's the real one. And his, and his actual life. I don't know how much of that was actually true, but he. Oh, me either. Was all those things. That's related at all. But so then I feel like it would have been interesting to just have it, or it, I don't know, to have it be like, an actor that we've already had, like maybe one of the teachers from Stonewall or from Southside High. Yeah. Have yeah. them be this literary hero. Yeah. Or like um Jughead's didn't Jughead have a writing Teacher. idol or something when he was living in New York? Or maybe it was just his publisher. Yeah, when he had rabies, they should have like the Rat King come be it. Yeah, something. just bring back Jughead Rabies Rat King era, which I didn't really enjoy that era that much. But I loved it. Just, he did survive rabies, which ruled. Um, I mean, he sucked. He sucked immensely, but also he was being used as the absolute punching bag of the show, which I liked it a lot as well because it was very transparent. I think what this episode needed it needed to be a bit less goofy because the plot lines weren't goofy but all the characters were acting really goofy or at least Jughead or not Jughead sorry not Jughead this is specifically for the Archie and Reggie plot line yeah I feel like they were acting so weirdly goofy and then they would 
suddenly be talking about like, yeah, when my dad died and yeah, I'm really homesick. Like I enjoyed the scene where they're having that true conversation about their feelings or whatever. But before that, it was just like, now they're going to wrestle in the street, but then, oh, but, oh, here comes a car. They need to, oh, but then they're going to wrestle again. Like, it just felt so broad and just like, a. I think they just needed to dial it back a couple pegs. And then. Yeah. Like, the, the uh, wrestling in the yeah. street went on for, like, a little, like, went on. I think we were supposed long. to be laughing and laughing and laughing when that happened. And we weren't. Which That's I think. That's on us. That's what's weird. I feel like it could have been funny with different directing, maybe with different characters. Different dialogue. Different, different everything. Anything. That's just yeah. about it just felt very like boom, 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 too, boom, boom. like like just too silly the whole time. Like you know in Riverdale in the score when they have that kind of sound effect that's like boom 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 boom, boom or like a like kind the stupid of a music. Like the music, yeah. To like that this is when we're, is yeah, that something I silly is going on. That. I feel like that was going the whole time, like that. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't actually playing, it felt like it was playing the whole time that Archie was on screen and the girls and whatever. And then they would be having these like serious like discussions of like death and murder and hate crimes, and they would be having really intellectual intellectual conversations about like critical race theory and these novels and whatever like it just felt so it wasn't just that the stories were disconnected it was just completely different vibes in all of them like even even when some of the stories are really disconnected sometimes it's usually held together by like yeah they're all like a tone like struggle like it's it's a, an episode about relationship drama like it's an episode right. about each everyone's educate i don't even fucking know but just it felt so i don't know i'm i'm just disappointed it was not right I, though it's not good um i you're right, it was just so disconnected cuz again like we've been saying like a bunch of the stuff that like happened i feel like with better components could have been fun and fine but it it just flopped immensely for me also extremely pissed me off that we didn't even see the concert (laughs) just like yeah it was just like everyone's like yes 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 the concert the concert the concert and then it's things walking to school after the concert while his song plays in the voiceover as if to fool the audience but I know it's obviously like you don't have to show everything in media for it to happen but I felt like it was just like really anticlimactic and weird I mean is he meant to be Little Richard because it's a Little Richard song that was playing I doubt it but I'm saying like was he performing I think that was maybe him singing was it not Okay. no it might have been uh-huh. My guess was that it was him singing, but maybe that's just because I was looking at him and hearing the song. And it sounded okay. kind of like him. And he was just but also I haven't I, I would need to compare to the original. I'm not sure. Um I It's so a I don't song care from nineteen fifty five. From September nineteen fifty five. 
Yeah, that was just that was a weird choice of song. I think. But the one that which song the song that's playing at the end when he comes back into school. He did sing that. See, does yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I think it was just the recording of him. You're right. You're right. He did sing at the at the sock hop. Yeah, I don't. I don't like Trins at all. I don't like, like zero, zero, zero. Warmth in my heart. And I used to like Fangs, but now he's just not delivering anything at all. Bring Sweet Pea back. Bring Sweet Pea back, please. He's busy being like a thirty-five-year-old and married, or something. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He's busy being 35. <laughs> He's busy being 35. He's busy basking in the glow of his celebrity drag race win from years ago. Good for him. Um, what a bummer. Where, where the hell is Skeetle Rich? Get to Toronto. I just, you know, like I wouldn't even want him in that episode. Like I Not in that episode. Him. But I think we we need it. We need a bit. And Hiram's gonna be here. We saw Marcus Willis on set. Where is really? he? Yep. Mm-hmm. Unless I was tricked. I don't think Did I you was. see a picture. Of Do you think he's gonna? I guess yeah. He would have to come back as Omiha. his Omiha character not as like he couldn't come back when everything is back to present. Yeah. Oh. Right. yeah, that's gonna be like, weird. Is Julian gonna disappear? I mean honestly like I have such little hope after this episode. Like what if the the show ends with like the past and the present speeding towards each other in worst directions until singularity in time or some stupid and shit we never like even that. like see anything that's see, not in this time period yeah like it just like like the time yeah. collapses on itself or something like that that could be enough to kill my riverdale tattoo that could be enough to make me not get it <laughs> which is why i'm waiting <laughs> like i just i i don't know what, how they could even re- ever return to the present what if the best of Riverdale is behind this guy? Don't say that. It might be true, but don't say that. It's getting frighteningly. It's getting like, dire. Real. This episode, like, I can't believe how bad this episode was. This it might be one of my sh- least favorite episodes I think so, of this me, whole yeah. series. This, like, there have been some shaky things in the past few episodes that I did not like at all, but there were things about it that I did enjoy, and this was just like. Mm-hmm. And I do mm-hmm. think this is also suffering from the buildup of us being less satisfied with the episodes as well. Like if we'd been having really, really, really good episodes and then this one happened and then back to good episodes, I feel like we wouldn't have even been like as disappointed as we are I right don't know. now. I mean, this but was maybe a wrong. bad episode. Well, I also think it was a bad episode, but you know, like I think it's made worse by the fact that it's been kind of like a downward I mean, turn. I was down. I was disappointed. I guess like I, I haven't like enjoyed the previous episodes less, but I think Betty's story, like last episode, for example, was infinitely more complex yep. than what we saw in this episode. Like her relationship with her mother, like a really 
powerhouse scene with Brad Shannon, I think again, like even if I wasn't a fan of like, yep, like if I felt like it was a rehash or whatever, I think that's what I said. I still thought it was like extremely complex and like her fighting with the therapist, mm-hmm. like even though there were things I didn't like about that, like that you're, you're totally right. Stuff, I just, her characterization was a thing, like a million times better and like even if I'm like not a fan of what she's doing or I think it's like not perfect writing, it was still like that Betty characterization, which it really feels like someone wrote this episode who's never really seen the show, but they've yeah. been kind of told about it. Yeah. Or hasn't seen seasons one to six. Yeah. And just saw season seven is like, okay, I get it. And then did not get it. <sighs> Who's, who would your MVP be for this episode? You have to pick one. Um, I'm gonna give it to Midge. She mm. really doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> she is pregnant in 1955 in high school, and she is at the gig. She is partying. She is drinking in the car on the way to the gig. She is well. That was Tony, but I assume Tony was passing that thing. Um. Midge is, you know, and she's got the pixie cut slay. Go Midge. <laughs> Just for Midge Clump Warriors. <laughs> um, I feel like I can't like even award MVP to like Cheryl or Tony because they, while yeah. I did like their characterization, they were not like the most important person in this episode. Um, I feel like I have to give it to like Tabitha by default. I don't even know why though. I didn't even like her character. Well, pick who you want to pick. But I, there's nobody that I. But you have to. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it to Pops because he gave. That was what He very strangely, arbitrarily gave a beat up old car randomly to Reggie and made that stupid fucking conversation between Reggie <laughs> and Reggie, so I was so glad. Um, I don't know what I mean about not giving it to Cheryl and Tony, so I just mean like I, neither of them were, like they had their own little thing going on, but it was so personal and separate from everything else in the episode. And I feel like Pops is like really bad. God, um, sorry, everybody. I just no. I'm just trying to think of a of who's left. I'm gonna give it to Clay because he read a poem that he had written off screen that we did but, not see. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Um and he's been keeping a list of or developing a list of great novels by black authors to share with people to read. I think it's good. Everyone else was pretty terrible <laughs> this episode. Yeah. 
what are you guys gonna say? So down ten. I was. I've been trying to think of a noun for the whole episode. Really? I got a couple, but they're not very good. Um. Oh my god! Wait. The sorry. The fixing up the car plot line at the very end of like Archie being jealous of Betty or or of Reggie hanging out with Betty fixing up the car. First of all, Betty looked incredible, but also just terrible. Like just so something was happening to KJ Apple on set. It was dumb and it was like Betty all of a sudden was like, yeah, I'm a girl. Yeah, I can fix cars. And both of those things are true, but the the execution of it was weird. When did they set up that she can fix cars? Like a few scenes before. Right. And they didn't explain why. In the original show, well, she said she would fix up cars with her dad. And in the original time period, that's true as well. Yeah. And also in like Archie Comics, it's true. Okay. Yeah. So they established it like really early in season one. And then they forgot for a long time. And and then she teaches at shop class. Yeah, when she's a teacher. But in in 50s Riverdale, this episode, she says she fixed the the angels. And neither Archie or Reggie gave a fuck. They didn't give a fuck. Yeah, he didn't ask questions at all about, oh, in what context were you doing that? Or, oh, whatever. Um, I have another thought on that once we get to the prediction section. Okay. Um, I think I will give this one. Wait. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay, go for it. Really stole my friend again. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. One. What the frig? Out of ten. Because that was like the only part of the episode I liked, kind of, um, was when he said That's that the right one. at the beginning. <laughs> well, because it was silly and I thought it was funny. Um, but I just didn't like it at all. I didn't like it at all. That's all. I'm gonna give it one B8 engine out of ten. And the one point was for Cheryl and Tony's hair transition. Yeah, I said as I've said I liked it and I thought it was nuanced, I guess, for Riverdale. It was just so unbelievably out I mean though, like tonally like and in the context of what else was going on in the show. It's just like what the actual fuck. Um I cannot stand 90% of the writing in this episode. I could not stand Betty and Monica's characterization. Could not, I did not, could not tolerate the scenes where Jughead and Sheriff Keller were talking to each other. I did not give a fuck. Allie I kept saying, no myself. one good on my screen right now. Like, <laughs> I, I, know, I could not bring myself to give a fuck. I, the whole thing with Brad Rayberry's like, wife and stuff felt so strange again in the context of the episode tabitha's use in this episode is deplorable just like her like like her writing in this episode like i don't understand why they utilized her like they have could not seem archie and reggie dialogue at all i i have liked kjf's acting as like him being goofy but he was like 
a piece of wet spaghetti in this and it was just so awful sort of watch like I couldn't stand looking at his facial expressions even I did not like the writing I've already said that and I I'm gonna take that audio clip put the vine boom over it each thing you just said i actually would love to hear that we can play it for the next i'm gonna give it i think maybe 1.5 out of 10 uh inconsistent accents nice i really did not enjoy this and i'm very disappointed because i had a long day and was hoping that this one would no but i think the one and a half stars i think is mainly for i liked certain parts of the story with brad raybury just with i liked his wife i just kind of yeah. i liked that little twist it's not really realistic at all that an interracial marriage would or like an interracial couple would get married and then move to South Carolina where they would yeah well I think it was because be... they got married in New York where I, oh, I know but you would still be arrested legal but like oh, true 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 okay um so just that was kind of weird um but I liked just some of the idea like oh they wrote letters and blah 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 Thought that was sweet it was just like you guys said completely disconnected from everything and confusing that it's also connected to a goofy serial killer milkman character um yeah and i just thought that the girls were so vapid and boy crazy in this episode in a way that didn't at all feel genuine to them because like i said we've had that recently of they're really like horny or really want to go on go out with these guys or whatever that was yeah. not what this was or this was not that this was they have nothing going for them no emotions so yeah i was very disappointed by this episode Really hoping the next episode is better, but the preview did not get me too excited. It looks so anachronistic. Also, just the brief, the very minor clips we saw. Well, very visually anachronistic. I don't know. I guess I don't know what Halloween looked like in 1955, but I also think because of it being like a Halloween episode, I, they tend to kind of like the episode we had recently where it was the comic book stories. I think they might have it be a little bit more like that where it's like a little more out of place deliberately because it's like, here's our goofy Halloween stories, which I'm fine with personally. Um, I just realized, do you guys think, I don't even want to say it in oh, case no. they hear me. Do you guys think the milkman is going to be like representative of like white supremacy because of the milk oh, yeah. thing? <sighs> yeah, I mean probably, but I don't really understand why he would have killed. 
That's what I was trying to figure out why you killed yeah. Ethel's parents. Because they seem like they sucked. No one was too sad that they were dead. Right. Versus right. this guy sounded kind of base. It's like I just don't understand. <laughs> I just don't understand um, why. Yeah. I don't know either. I was just thinking about it. But um, no, I think in the past when we've seen milk on the show. The only example I can think of is when Chick comes down the stairs. Okay, I was going to say, what epic milk moments have there been on Riverdale? But okay, you're right, actually, there was one. (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. The, The only way... So we saw... There are two ways, actually. We saw in the preview... Oh, sorry. No, you didn't. We saw in the preview Betty's having a little bit of threesome bait fantasy about Archie and Reggie. First of all, another threesome bait on the board. We got another one. We really have to go back and count because it's over 10. It's outstanding. There are two ways in which this doesn't piss me off when they do it. One, Archie and Reggie are interested in each other as well during the scene, which is not going to happen. Good luck. Good luck. Two, they actually have a threesome because they would be fulfilling their Chekhov's threesome that they've had for this whole show. I think you're out of luck. I, I think I am too, but I'm just saying, I'm just letting the showrunners know. If they want my vote, this is what they have to do. I think that, I, I think with the milkman, I don't think he's going to represent white supremacy. I think mm-hmm. it's just going to be another, you know, we've seen like the different seasons of Riverdale have like a different threat to suburban society in yep. some way or another. And I know we're talking about like status quo in like this season, but honestly I think it's gonna be a lot like the black hood in terms of like a um you know, random acts of violence. I mean, that it's not going to be like the and serial killers. I guess in terms of serial killers, I guess it's going to be more like random acts of violence and like loss of innocence and the possibility of violence and yeah, this society and, and such a seemingly random, um, you know, a, like anonymous person exists. And, yeah. You know, like, I mean, I, I said it was like Black Hood, but Black Hood was about like, someone close to the family and about sin and about the personal motive and about the past and stuff. But they fucking did it better. But I'm saying it's different than this. No, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I don't think that it's going to be directly like, and the milk, like the white of the milk is representative of what it, like, I don't think it's like that. But I think it's meant to be more like there is a lot of evil that is among us constantly mm-hmm. that is not recognized. And okay, so I think yeah, it's meant okay. to be kind of like that in a similar way of That's good, yeah. they like plenty of people could watch the, that milkman walk down the hall and not be concerned at all that anything bad is going to happen because they're just like, oh, it's the milkman. Like we see this out all the time. Yeah. And similarly, there's a lot of like yeah, I think you guys see where I'm going with that. I like that more, though, than how I've been thinking about it. I think we're, 
like after this episode, I think we're giving them too much credit. Like, you're right. yeah, I know sometimes we say that and they do something that's really good, but right now, I'm... I think maybe just this specific writer is not very good and shouldn't have been given their own episode. Which, like, they all have to, they all contribute. Get him, then get him. (laughs) Can we see if they, if he's written any others for this season? When I looked him up, it said that he has been a writer on the show since 2017, but he doesn't have any, um, like episodes listed in his name so he hasn't been the lead writer so this bad seed has been with us this whole time <laughs> who knows what maybe he's been responsible for like, hey 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 i love that <laughs> okay he's 64 just getting some facts as the writer is yeah Oh, this is kind of funny. He was in a movie called More American Graffiti, and this movie or this episode was American Graffiti. That's kind of funny. I imagine it is. Who is it? Kevin Rodney Sullivan. Actually, wait, wait, wait. He's the. That's the director. Nate Burke and Nate Burke and Sam Rubinick. We're about to put them up last. Guys, if you're listening, Nate and Sam. We hate your episode. The blacklist. A million little things. The star of that TV show was friends with my mom at college. He directed a kind of classic episode of The West Wing. Whoa. Like, it's not a great episode, but it's kind of a classic. Yes, he wrote for Brat TV, which brings, um, or he was an intern for for Brat TV for two months. They are the the brilliant minds behind Attaway General, the YouTube uh, hospital TV show staffed completely by TikTokers. So that's actually a pretty good one. <sighs> any other predictions? We didn't really give any. I think the next episode is not going to be great, but I think it's going to make this episode like I think we're going to it's going to feel like a big improvement is my hope. Um, The two writers of this episode are hosting a television workshop. We should go and do them. Should or is the ghost party that they're having in the next episode? Do you think is that just meant to be a costume party? I didn't really understand what they were saying. I I mean that's what I would guess. I don't really know what else that would be, but maybe I'm just not in the know. You know. I wonder if that's what they used to be called. Um, oh, the milkman is a rec- He's a he was the actor who played the quiz show host in oh. season four episode quiz show. Oh okay. So it is an actor. I never would have gotten that. Well yeah, no. Um I do love that it's titled Halloween Two. I think there'll be absolutely no questions to the 
critically acclaimed film going to you don't think um, so but i think i mean they got the, their roman numerals what happens in halloween too that you think could happen i mean it takes place years well okay that is an detective i know but like okay i guess i I feel like they're not referencing movies. I mean, they did just have a Rosemary Spoon, but it's actually banned. Um, in Halloween 2, someone's taken in the hospital. Um, a masked killer comes to the hospital, and I'm sorry, I'm just laughing. Because it's so funny. Because I'm like, this masked killer is Michael. I'm, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Um, <laughs> like, and he, and this hospital has like three people working at it yeah. <laughs> and he dispatches them in gruesome ways such as bringing one of the items around water um you're I saying he's so calm you're talking he, like um common sense media right now yeah he dispatches her by boiling her in water i don't remember like any of the other um, kills in the movie actually oh actually a kid gets <laughs> a kid gets hit by a police car and he's, that's <laughs> it's hilarious a kid gets hit by a police car and um smashes into a, a van a news van and that the whole shebang explodes like in the bottom half of segment <laughs> okay maybe we'll um, do that and I think I noticed I sure stabs some people um, and chases Jamie Lee Curtis around the hospital. And um, she, somebody, I get maybe she does, shoots him in the eyes and his eyes bleed out of his mask. And it's actually really cool looking. It's like a really great shot. Um, and I think there's like some sort of explosion, but. Pretty sure he emerges right. So is all it, that's gonna happen. Is two the or is two the one where he's like it ends with burning and it and the mask like melting and then it's like yeah. he somehow escaped from the hourglass like he's somehow okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A classic. Maybe that'll happen in the moment. Dear listeners. I mean it does I it <laughs> It is a pretty deliberate decision to have it be called Halloween 2 exactly. and not Halloween. So there probably will be something. Was there not an episode called Halloween previously? Because that's what my assumption that's, was. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Hold on. There's Halloween. Yep. In, um, in season four, there was an episode called Halloween. When the she writer just, yeah, when she sets the guy on fire yeah so the writer have... of the next sorry go ahead never mind so yeah i mean i guess it is there's like a second halloween episode but they do have halloween night mm -hmm. but it does feel so deliberate Um, I think that Veronica is going to be dressed as a vampire at some point, as a vampire Veronica. So I... That's really good. Sure. Any guesses as to any horror icons they might dress up as? Um, I think Vincent Price will be cheaper. Okay. 
Nice. Do you think they'll make any references to like rope or something? Or is that too? After this episode we just saw now, I don't think think they're going to be that nuanced. I think it'd be a perfect opportunity for them to make a rope reference. I'm going to be so definitive. I'm just so pissed off. No, yeah. Thinking about how long to do it now. Well, usually I'm so pumped to see what's going to come, but this time I'm not so pumped. But I will muster all I can and go into the next episode with a slightly less open heart, but still an open heart. Um, until next time then actually the episode i think is airing right now as we record this but until next time yeah wow um ali can we get that famous sign up see you later thanks Ooh.